Hey guys, it's Dr. Childs here. Today what I want to do is break down a survey which was done of over 800 thyroid patients. Um, it's the Very Well Health survey. This survey was not done by me uh, and in fact this, ar this article is really just my commentary on the results and why I think the results are the way that they are. Uh, you, there's a link directly in the article to this survey if you want to see the results. So if you just clicked here, you'll be taken to this page. Again, it's on verywellhealth.com and you can kind of go here and look through all this stuff. So I have the images. We're going to be talking about the results and providing my commentary on it, but here, here it is if you want to see it. So first of all, what is the survey? Well, basically what they did is they asked questions to about 840 thyroid patients and they just took those results and they asked various questions um, and they got a lot of good information. And so it's important to know that this is a survey, not a scientific study. Um, so we can't look at this and say, well, this applies to everyone. How, so even though it's not a scientific um, study, it still has a lot of benefit and there are a lot of things that we can learn from it. So that's why I really want to break it apart and go into it. So to start, I want to go over what I think to be, again, probably three of the biggest um, key findings in this study, at least for the purposes of this article that we're going to be talking about. And again, if you want to read all of them, feel free to go to there, but I'm just going to break it apart into the things I think are the most important. So number one, in this survey of over 800 thyroid patients, um, they asked them, basically, how do you feel with your treatment? And of these 800 plus people, only 6% of those people felt completely satisfied with their therapy, whereas about 20% of those patients felt completely unsatisfied. So when you look at that, we have 800 plus people, very few, you know, one in six is, or um, yeah, well, about 6% is almost about one in 20. I mean, you can kind of put it about there. So really very few people on thyroid medication or receiving treatment for their thyroid disease are feeling better. Whereas one in five feel completely unsatisfied, meaning at least we can infer that they're just not feeling well at all, uh, despite undergoing therapies. So number two, no matter how many years these 800 plus patients have been getting treatment, only 35% of them claim that they've gotten any better. Okay, So I don't really know what they defined as better, and that's one of the limitations of using a survey such as this. Right? There are some people who might say, well, better to me means I feel 100% normal. And sometimes better to other people might be, well, I just feel a little better than when I started. Right? So you can't really, again, we can't really read into this all that much, but it is very telling when only 30%, 35% of people of this 800 group really are only feeling better. We don't know if it's marginally or a lot better, but again, that's, it's very telling. And then number three, which I think is also very important, is 45% of the people who took this survey have been receiving thyroid treatment for over 10 years. So that's a huge percentage of people. And as a patient, you might look at this, and honestly, the first thing that you might feel is depression. Because if you're looking at this and you're thinking, oh, wow, this is not good. Because oh, almost half of this group of this 800 people have been receiving treatments for 10 years, and only 35% of them feel like they've gotten any better. So from the perspective of a thyroid patient, that might be very depressing. However, and I would tend to agree with you, but I think there are a lot of things that we can we can uh, expand upon and break apart um, further in this study, which kind of help explain why the results are the way that they are. So don't get depressed just yet. Let's keep going. So I think the number one takeaway here, um, at least from my perspective, is that we can say fairly, uh, I, I think confidently, that patients are not being treated appropriately. Now, we, we'll define treatment and what that means a little bit later, um, but what I want to do right now is just kind of go over some of the other results that these patients experience. And so this is a graphic from 
from that study or from that survey that, that they took. And basically what this image says or what this image shows is the percent of patients with little to no symptom reduction. And then it goes and breaks apart the symptoms that they're experiencing. So if you have thyroid disease, there's a high probability that you're experiencing some of these. But what I want to focus on, you know, again, fatigue, weakness, muscle aches, cold sensitivity, loss of libido, which is sex drive, um, brain fog, memory loss, depression, and so on. But what I want to focus on is not these individual symptoms, because you probably know that those are the symptoms of hypothyroidism. But just how many patients um, are experiencing these symptoms and are not experiencing any symptom reduction. So most of these are around the 70 to 80% range. And I've broken them down here um, as well up here. So if you want to read the text, you can instead of looking at this image. But that's that's a huge fraction. And you might, and we're going to explain why I think this is. Um, but again, just to focus on the fact that there's a huge number of people who are not experiencing any symptom um, reduction, despite we know a large percent of them receiving treatment for over 10 years. The second thing is, you might say, well, Maybe these patients are experiencing these symptoms and just not talking about them. But we also know that is not true based off these results because approximately anywhere from, let's look at this image here, 73 to 90% of patients are discussing these symptoms at every single doctor visit. So it's not as if the doctors are unaware that patients are struggling um, because they are, because the patients, obviously, at least this 800 plus group of patient, thyroid patients, they are bringing this up at every single visit. So then we have to ask ourselves, why is it why is it that so many thyroid patients are not doing well? And what is it about the current treatment paradigm which lends to this sort of um, outcome? Right? Obviously, we have to. if you're experiencing these sort of symptoms, let's say you, are, you had a job and let's put yourself in the position of the doctor and roughly 70 to 80% of people that come through your door day in and day out are complaining of the exact same things um, and not getting any improvement. What would you as a physician think about, think to yourself, like, how would you explain this away? Because you can't just live, you know, your life and not think, you know, it, it would create a cognitive, a sense of cognitive dissonance if you were living in this position. So what I want to do is play devil's advocate just for a second here and think of potential ways that they could dismiss what thyroid patients are, are feeling. And I think this logic and this step-by-step -step progression of, of um, thoughts, I think, are very important because it kind of helps you get in the head of the physicians. So they could say one of, I think, about five or six things here. I'm going to talk about them. Number one, maybe there's some other problem causing these symptoms. And I think that that's certainly true. I, there's no question to me that many thyroid patients have what I call thyroid tunnel vision, wherein what they do is they focus on their thyroid as the cause of all of their symptoms. But just look at some of these symptoms, fatigue, weight gain, dry skin, you know, those are very non-specific symptoms, and many other conditions could be contributing um, to those type of symptoms in a thyroid patient. So I do think that there's some potential for this, but you can only say that if maybe 5 to 10% of people were not feeling better. But if 80% of thyroid patients are not feeling better, and they're experiencing continually the same symptoms of hypothyroidism, I don't think that this stands up. Number two would be the patients haven't been receiving treatment long enough to experience any improvement. Well, we know that it takes you know, potentially months for thyroid patients to feel better and to tweak and adjust their dose. Uh, but again, we know that this probably isn't true because at least 45% of patients in this survey had been receiving treatment for 10 years, you know, and obviously 10 years is, is a sufficient amount of time for thyroid patients to feel better if they were going to feel better on whatever treatment they were getting. Number three, you could say, well, patient, my patients just aren't telling me the truth. 
Yeah, uh, I, I highly, yeah, obviously, I, I just don't think that that's accurate. Uh, patients want to feel better. They they want to, you know, they wouldn't be complaining of these symptoms over and over again, and there wouldn't be so many of them complaining of the same symptoms. But believe it or not, there are some people who do malinger, uh, which is a, a medical term that describes patients who who fabricate certain details or, or information in order to get a certain usually medication. And so that's called malingering. And so, yeah, you do kind of have to think about that in the back of your head as a physician. But again, I don't think we can explain, that doesn't explain 70 to 80% of people not feeling well. Number four, the treatment these patients are receiving is not appropriate. So that's an interesting thing. You could say that maybe they're on the right treatment algorithm, but they're just being treated insufficiently. Um, and so by whatever your definition of that is as a physician. So and I want to explain this, expand this a little bit further for those patients who are listening. Now, you probably know that if I told you, let's say if I told you not all people who lay tile down are, are sufficiently skilled, right? Like you wouldn't have a hard time believing that because you've probably experienced some people who are just better at certain skills than others. Well, that same concept applies and translate to the worlds of physicians. Some physicians are, are just better than other physicians. You know, even if they're doing the exact same treatments, some are just more in tune. Some have, um, a better grip of, of certain therapies and how they interact with one another. Some people are better at listening and hearing their patients. So not all physicians are you know, on the same page in terms of their ability to treat patients. But I don't think that this is sufficient, again, to explain that 80% of people are not feeling well, especially when almost all these doctors are using the exact same treatment paradigm. So again, I don't think that's it. It might be contributing, but I don't think it can explain everything. Number five would be these patients are not being compliant with their medication, meaning even though they're on the right therapy, they're just not taking it. Yes, you do see that sometimes, um, but again, not when people want to feel better. You know, if I said to you here, if you take this pill every single day, it's going to improve your energy level. It's going to help you with weight loss. It's going to improve your sex drive. It's going to, you know, improve your ability to sleep and so on and so on and so on. That's a pill that most people are going to take every single day. And it only takes once or twice for somebody to forget taking their medicine and to experience a reduction in their symptoms to be like, I'm never going to do that again. So I, again, I don't think that number five can completely explain away that either. And number six, this is this is what I think is actually happening, but what I wish doctors, or uh, let me say, I wish doctors thought this way, and I think they're getting there, which is why I think this study is so important, by the way, or not study, let's, let's call it what it is, a survey. And number six, and so I'll just quote myself, or what I believe to be cor correct, lastly, the current hypothyroid treatment paradigm is inappropriate, simplified, and not helpful. So that's what I really think it is, is going on here, and that's the crux of this entire article, and what I think this entire survey explains, and that is that I think the current treatment paradigm, which is to check the TSH and provide T4-only medication, is not sufficient, and it results in bad patient outcomes. And I have a ton of, basically my entire website is dedicated to proving this point, I guess you could say. And so I have a ton of information which, which explains that. And again, that's why I'm tying this all together with this survey. So if you want to, I have links here that you can, you can look about the approach that I'm talking about, case studies about patients who have done better on this approach and so on and so forth. Uh, I'm not going to go into that for, for the purposes of this, uh, this uh, video right now though. So another thing I think is worth mentioning here is it talks about the treatment that patients received, which I think is also very interesting because I'm also very interested in hearing what other patients have done in terms of treatment and how that has impacted them. Because I'm a firm believer that there is no one size fits all, especially when it comes to any disease, but especially when it comes to, or when it comes to treating thyroid patients. So I find this, this, uh, this set of information very interesting because I'm, I also know that even though I think I provide really, really, you know, good information for 
treatment for hypothyroidism, I also know that there are a lot of people who will never actually see my information or see what I say. And so I want to know what is sort of the standard that these people, you know, the, the millions of other people who won't read my website, what are they doing? And so this is where I think is, is very interesting. And it ties into the, the treatment paradigm that most doctors are using. So we'll break it down just a little bit. So of these 800 plus people who were surveyed, um, basically they said, hey, what treatments are you using? And it looks to me as if they had the option to click multiple options here, because obviously 91%, 20%, 30%, it all adds up to more than 100. So I'm guessing that was like a checkbox and they could say, if you're doing more, one or more of these, check all that apply. And so we know that for, that these 800 plus patients, 91% of them are taking T4, which I think is very, very, very important because it doesn't even look like they were given the option to talk about T4 plus T3 medications or T4, T3 combinations or T3 only or natural desiccated thyroid, which in my opinion are all usually superior to T4 only medication. So this, even this, the way that the survey was constructed, I think highlights the paradigm that most people have ingrained in their head. And so I, again, I think that's a huge part of the problem. What I would like to do and what I plan to do is use or send out a, my own version of this sort of survey with a little just with some tweaks to it, to the uh, people that I have on my email list. So if you're interested in potentially taking that, and of course I'll publish the results directly on my website because I think it'll be uh, very telling and very interesting. If you're interested in being a part of that, do sign up for my email list. You can do that anywhere on my website. It's pretty easy to do. Um, but but getting back to this for a second. So we know that 91% were taking T4. Then the other therapies they listed here were thyroid removal, massage and prescriptions, chiropractic work, and counseling therapy. So here's a big problem. I think T4 is not sufficient for at least 80% of people. Like that kind of explains why so many people are not doing well, because of course, treatment, I think is the main thing you want to be focusing on if, if somebody's not doing well. Then thyroid removal, that really isn't a treatment. Um, I, I, I mean, I guess it would be a therapy for those who have thyroid cancer and or hyperthyroidism. But once your thyroid is removed, you're really put into the category of hypothyroidism. So I really wouldn't call that a treatment for hypothyroidism. That's a treatment that causes hypothyroidism, however. Um, the next thing is massage and prescriptions. A good percentage of people have been using those things. I'm not sure what's in, implied by prescriptions, but, but massage to me seems like medical massage therapy, which I think has the benefit to, to help some of the musculoskeletal issues associated with hypothyroidism, but it's not going after the root cause, which is this, the reduction in um, cellular thyroid uh, hormone activation. So I, I don't think that that's working. Same with chiropractic work. Um, I guess it depends on what type of chiropractic work they're talking about here as well. That can potential have, potentially have some benefit, but again, it's not going to fix your thyroid um, or you know, alter your medication. And then of course, I think one of the, the most, most concerning aspects of this is the counseling slash therapy, which about 25% of people have done this. Now, I think that that's a, that's a big problem because what it tells me is that most of the doctors who are looking at this, who are, who are seeing patients and they're seeing these results up here, let's go back up to the symptoms. It tells me that they're probably not believing them because they're saying, look, if you have fatigue, if you have brain fog, loss of libido, all these things, they're probably saying, well, your thyroid is treated. So it's some other issue. And that some other issue must be depression or your inability to cope with life or something like that. So I'm not a huge fan of, of that. And I think that that speaks volumes in terms of how physicians, <clears throat> excuse me, how physicians are approaching thyroid management. Um, and I go over a lot of this stuff about why I think um, further on here, why I think that this information or, or what I think you can do about this information and why certain other therapies are better than others. These are all things that we've talked about on my channel before as well. So I'm, I'm not going to go into those in detail because um, that's just not the 
the purpose of this video right now. Um, and then the last topic I wanted to talk about, which was another question uh, posed to these 800 plus people was, how are you getting your thyroid information? And again, this is another very concerning uh, statistic here. So let's talk about it. So when, as a thyroid patient, it wouldn't be, I could totally understand why somebody who is going to multiple doctors, still feeling bad, uh, no matter what they do, still on thyroid medication, being told that probably perhaps a lot of it's in their head and that you know 25% of these people need to go get counseling. I'm not surprised that these people would go and try to seek alternative information or just new information, right? Like what is happening with me? Am I so different than other people that no one can treat me? The problem is where these people are going for their source of information. So we see that 43% go to WebMD, 42% go to Very Well Health. Now, this they are the study who did this, so I think obviously there's probably some element of, of bias there. Um, and then another 40% go to Mayo Clinic, and then you can keep going down, thyroid.org, endocrine web, everyday health, and so on and so forth. The problem with these is not that they don't provide good information. I think that they provide very general information, but they're giving you the exact same information your doctor is using to treat you to begin with. So even though these, so you see the problem here, even though patients feel that something is wrong and there's something more to their story that cannot be explained, they're going and looking at the same sources of information that their doctors are getting, which led them it to be in the situation that they're currently in. So that's the problem here. So it's just a self-recurring uh, cycle where they're just going back and forth constantly. Now I get, um, why it might be difficult to to want to trust online websites and things like that. I totally understand. Um, and I do think that there's a way that you can find information which is, let's say, um, on a different uh, vertical compared to the conventional thyroid medication, but one that is still grounded in scientific studies and so on. And so if you notice on all of my uh, articles here, I always put the references to the things that I um, claim uh, in all of my articles at the very bottom. So if you're looking at sources which have those type of that type of information, I think you're at least heading in the right direction. Now, I think another big thing worth mentioning here um, is that most doctors, according to most recent studies, by the way, are about 15 to seven years, 15 to 17 years behind whatever is happening with the current medical research. So if something comes out today that said, "Hey, by the way, you know that that thyroid stuff that we've been treating for the last whatever 30, 40 years," it turns out we've been wrong this whole time. So even if that comes out today, which it's, it's not, I mean, you, you can kind of piece together studies which promote that idea or support that idea. But if there was a study that came out today and said that, it would take 15 years for whatever doctor you're seeing right now, on average, to read that and to implement it into that practice. And as far as I'm concerned, that's way too long, right? That's, that's way too long of a time period, especially for thyroid patients. And so that's why I have these sort of resources. So to hopefully to accelerate that 15 to 17 year gap, because obviously if there's one thing that this study, this survey shows, it's that thyroid patients are being underserved in many different ways. And something must change about the way that we're treating them. But I also don't think it's a good idea to just sit around if you're a thyroid patient, you know, and twiddling your thumbs, waiting for your doctor to catch up and be on top of the research because you're going to be waiting around a long time. And 15 years when you're suffering, 80% of you listening to this are suffering from fatigue, weakness, muscle aches, cold sensitivity, and so on. That just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So anyway, that's sort of that's sort of this survey in a nutshell. Again, I think there's a lot of really valuable information that can be found within this survey. Uh, if you're interested, please go and click on the link and read about all the information. What I want to do here is just provide my commentary and attempt to explain why I, I think it is the way that it is. If you want to go into even more depth about this survey and my opinion on it, go to this article that I'm talking about here. Um, I'm only hitting the highlights of the article. I'm not reading it verbatim. So there are, there's a ton of more, inf or there's a lot more information directly on my article that you can look into. So that's pretty much it. If you guys have any, any, um, uh, opinions or, or questions or anything like that, please leave them below. Uh, I do read, 
every comment. And so even if I don't um, answer it right away, I will tr do my best to get to it in at least a day or two or so. Um, but anyway, that's all I have for you guys. And otherwise, I'll see you guys in the next one.